And with me is... Uh, I am the Pope in question. My name is Reverend Steve. I am the founder of the Church of Ed Wood, which is an actual thing worth a Google. When I'm not doing this podcast and spreading the word of Ed Wood, I am a trans woman whose name is May Lynn. However, uh, let's, before we get into it, let's talk a little bit about my faith. Uh, I'm going through body dysmorphia right now. I've spent the last year as a woman, and I've been very happy about that. It, there were some bumps in the road, some difficulties, but I've, I've, I am 100% a woman, and I've been happy with that. But when I was a man, I was uh, shaving my face maybe six times a year. Yeah. Now I'm shaving my face every day or every other day, and my face is pissed off about it. And it gets to the fact where, like, I'll shave my face at 10 a.m., and by 10 p.m., stubble's coming out. Like, my face is pissed off that suddenly I'm shaving so much. And my, my family said to me repeatedly that if you really want your facial hair to be gone and to be gone for a long time, what you need to do is grow it out so and then they can wax it so tonight i will be getting my face waxed apparently it's gonna hurt so i'm excited about that anyway i've got it's it's gonna hurt a lot from what i understand yeah so i have facial hair for the first time in uh well let's just say march uh not happy about it but it is what it is anyway so, uh, usually I am a beautiful woman in... Okay, well, I've got time right now. It's like 90... I've got two hours and seven minutes on this battery right now. So, like, I'm good right now. But, again, we're stopping every 45 minutes because of Zoom. Or 40 minutes or whatever. So, eventually I'll be plugging this in. Uh, so, it... it it, I'm very upset. I've got body dysmorphin times. Body dis, body dis. I've got body dysmumbo number five. Yes. I've got body dysnodes. So I'm not happy about the way that I look. So podcasting makes this wonderful. Uh, this is episode 431 of the podcast. And funny, before we we uh, I know we're not discussing this week's film just yet, but um, you know how bad your movie has to be that the audience is rooting for the coronavirus? Yes. Yes. Fuck! That's a bad movie. I'm and, rooting and, for the coronavirus. And we really can't talk about it much now because there's not enough, uh, not a lot to talk about with this movie. So we have to save every bit of it. Yes, we really do have to save every bit of it. It's a film with about 20 minutes of plot and about an hour of uh, crying. Where are you going? I was preparing for the podcast. Was it like five minutes ago? No. Oh, well then, no. I was preparing for the podcast. Okay, well, what? Where are you guys going? 
Okay. Sorry. I, I Well, I was preparing for the podcast. Okay, breaking news. I don't read the family text. This is the most important story that is out there right now. Okay, so, Bunny, it's now June, and that means it's Pride Month, a whole month of celebration for LGBTQIA plus individuals, of which I am one. I am pansexual, and I am a trans woman. And holy shit! It is a big deal that I can say those two things out loud. Uh, I tried coming out to my parents in the late 90s because everyone was coming out. I kind of feel socially pressured to come out. It was the 90s, and the general belief was just, hey, if you're gay, you're going to have to come out to everyone. And yeah. so I, I, I tried coming out to my parents as bi, which I was at the time. It was the late 90s, and uh, there was crying and screaming and drinking and more drinking and a little bit of cussing. Plus, uh, let's really get into it. I came out because I had just gotten physical with my boyfriend at the time. Uh, and, and, uh, who, and my boyfriend at the time who decided out of the blue that, oh, you know what, never mind. I know I just did it with you, but I'm 100% straight, and I'm going to ghost you for years. And it pisses me off, too, because if you talk to my uh, ex-boyfriend, I'm pretty sure he would say that he never dated me. Okay. Because that's how straight he is. Anyway, coming out was so painful. Plus, my first uh, gay relationship ended so bitterly that it shoved me into a closet for a very long time. And it became my mindset that, hey, my sexuality, my gender... Uh, it's no one's business but my own and whoever I am currently in a relationship with at the time. And that's how I felt through my 20s and 30s. I was in a closet, and now I'm out, and I'm purposefully trying to be out and be proud about it and to share my pansexuality and my trans femininity and my, 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 my uh, road to transitioning because uh, I, I, I can help people. A lot of people can't come out and they're afraid to come out and for various reasons. And one thing that I've learned from coming out myself is that a lot of people have messaged me about like, oh, I'm living vicariously through your uh, coming out story. Or I tried coming out, but it didn't work. And now, you know, my wife left me and now I'm back with my wife. And so I'm back in the closet or, hey, you know, I... I can't come out right now, but I, I really appreciate it. I hear from a lot of people who are telling me their stories, and and, are, and so it, it can be difficult being out as a trans person. Incredibly difficult right now because Republicans don't have a caravan of illegals to blame everything on, so they're, they're blaming everything on uh, trans people. And uh, and now shootings are the result of smoking marijuana? Yes. That in 2022, reefer madness would be coming back. Yes. So, That's uh, how far they're reaching. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty uh, freaking desperate. So I, I'm trying really hard to be really out about everything, and it's uh, quite difficult. But um, I didn't get a single text. You can see this. See, that's the last text I got in the group text. 
was this. Mom's talking about, oh, uh, you don't read the group text? There is no group text for me. Fucking thank you. Okay. Can you text mom that? Okay. Fuck. Vindication. Sorry, I got a little bit uh, <laughs> sidetracked. But yeah, I'm trying to be out and about, and it's, it's, it's to be out in, as a pansexual trans woman, is it can be very difficult, but the more I do it, the more I, I, I hear from people that I'm helping them. And so, yeah, here I am, and, and I'm in my... Well, but, but are you happy? Or, you know, I I'm mean, helping happy. people is nice, you know... But if you're doing things to help other people and you are not helping yourself, it's kind of a fraud. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so, no, I am super happy. I'm just pissed off right now because, like, I haven't gone to a movie this week. And the reason is because I go to a movie as a woman and now here I am growing my facial hair and just... I, it's called body dysmorphia. I've loved, I've been taking a million selfies, and I've, I've been so proud of the way I look, and I keep a mirror here in my in my area so I can look at myself, so I can see myself as a woman, and, and, and it just feels right, and I'm really happy. I'm just miserable right now because of the facial hair, and I'm growing it out so I can get waxed tonight. Hopefully my wife gets... Uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it won't hurt that much. But anyway, I wanted to mention, I, I'm really happy, not only that I'm helping people out, but that I'm finally, I finally look the way that I have felt. And also, in two weeks, I will be talking to my doctor, uh, and we will be starting the process of trying to get me on hormones. Okay, cool. So there you go. Um, it, apparently, it takes a while because it's not just talk to your doctor and say, "Hey, doctor, I want to get on a hormone so I can be a woman." And they go, "Okay, here you go." It's a process, and and you you've got to uh, wait, and you've got to talk to a thera licensed therapist, and then you got to talk to like a psychologist. You've got to get it cleared. You've got to go to a special doctor. It's this whole process. For some people, it's taken months to finally get on hormones. Yeah. So it's going to take me a while, but uh, the important thing is, is that I'm starting the process, and it's a big deal for me, and I, I'm really happy about it. it. It took a long time. It took about a, a year for me to realize that I wanted to get on hormones because uh, me being me, me being who I am, it's like I want to be a woman. I also want my dick to work. Yeah. really is a sort of, but... But I, I'm getting on hormones, and, and I'm happy about that because I, I already am a woman. I just need the rest of my body to catch up. And also, my facial hair is pissing me off. I never thought, what a, what a turn, what a swerve. Yeah. This mustache, this facial hair is pissing me off. It's got to go. I, I, I really, really strongly believe that you should Facebook Live the waxing. Really? Okay, I might. I, might. I would totally watch. Would you watch? I would totally be there. Yeah. I so will I make popcorn. That. But I have to tell you, even naturally born women, 
do wax their, you know, we get whiskers too. Yeah. I have whiskers. I have to shave every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's pissing me off. Absolutely pissing me off. Doesn't make me happy either. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, I might do that tonight. I might do that tonight. So, anyway, happy Pride Month. I I might make announcements. Sell tickets. Come to the waxing. Yeah. So we'll. I'll do that tonight. Anyway, this is gonna. This would be so much better than that scene in Forty Year Old Virgin. Oh God, yeah, I got to remember the name Kelly Clarkson. So, in, in celebration, Happy Pride Month, everybody, and in in celebration of Pride Month, I've got a list. Well, before going to your list, okay, and seeing as we're on the subject anyway, yeah, I really want you to realize how this is the most Woodian thing that you have ever done. And you built a fucking church. I built a church around Ed Wood. I now realize that me embracing Ed Wood so much was subconsciously a part of me saying, hey, hey, hello, you're a woman. And me me just ignoring. There were a million signs that I ignored my entire life. And one of them was my adoration of Ed Wood because of uh, Leonard Glenda and his transvestism. And that opened up a window to me where it's like, oh, I can wear panties and uh, women's clothing because of my love of Ed Wood, of course, is the reason why I'm doing this and no other reason. So, no, this is all... There are a million things in my life that have led me to this point, and Ed Wood is one of them. And yes. I, the funny thing is, is that ever since I realized that I was a woman, I haven't watched the movie Ed Wood. I've watched Leonard Lendo once, I've watched Plan 9 a couple of times, Pride of the Monster once, but I hadn't watched Ed Wood. And so a couple of weeks ago, I sat down in like my best dress, and I put makeup on, and I sat down and I watched Ed Wood for the first time since I've been a woman. And the thing that really hit me was just this feeling of, he'd be proud. You know, because he was arrested for dressing as a woman. So yeah. I think that he would be proud to see that, like, I can be a woman and go to the movies. Yeah. Once or twice a week to just go to the movies as a woman and eat my popcorn as a woman. And when I, when I need to go to the bathroom to go to the women's room, he would be super proud. Fucking proud of it. Yes. No? Yes. Yeah. But you're but you're also following and, and embracing your own unique uniqueness. You yeah. are following your Antos. I mean that is that is the core of the religion. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. She always stops listening when I talk. Just like you. <laughs> Sorry, uh, um, uh, Mal came out as trans in our uh, big family group text. It's like 10 people. Yeah. So they came out as trans and somebody posted, okay, Gizmo, love ya. And then somebody else posted, okay, Gizmo, love ya. So, so, 
I also posted OK Gizmo Love You. I think we all should do it. I think just like JR, we should all copy and paste what the first person said. Well, yeah, let's all just okay, copy but... and paste a reply. All right, what does he prefer, though? Does he prefer Mal or Gizmo? I mean, I well, I, I use Mal because I'm old. It's three letters. It's easy to remember. Well, Mal is short for, Mal is short for Malachite. And, and the way that I feel is, is that Mal is the name. Gizmo is the nickname. So most people call them Gizmo, but just to me, they're Mal. In my, in my mind... I call them Mal specifically because I'm not that big of a fan of Firefly, but Captain Mal Reynolds was a badass. Yes. So I call Gizmo Mal, and when I do that, in my mind, it's a badass thing to call them. I also think uh, Mal is the name of an Adam Warrock song, so that's why I call Mal Mal. Well, and 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 when when I first heard the Gizmo, it, it wasn't just Gizmo; it was some long ass name that takes about an hour to say. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I really like my name, Maylin. Yeah, I love that name. Uh, I I I came up with it. I don't have a middle name. I don't have a middle name. It's it's Maylin. My, yeah, May Space Lynn is my first name. May because I'm the May Queen from Midsommar, and Lynn because I was trying to shorten my last name. So okay. So it was either May Lynn or May Gal or May Doe. So look, as long as it's not Stephanie, okay? Yeah, no, that pissed me off. I, that was the first thing that I went to. It's like Steve. How about Stephanie? No, I dated a Stephanie, so I can't be named Stephanie. Yeah. You know? That's just weird. I can't do that. So, like, what other names? Stevenia? So, I, and I, I couldn't be Shirley. I couldn't be Kathy. No. <coughs> I had a co-teacher named Malin. Yeah? M-A-E-L-E-N. That yeah, was I should have spelled it in, like, a weird white person way. Yeah, Maylin. M-A-E-E-L-I-N-N. <laughs> like some really weird-ass way. So anyway, I've got a list. Uh, Twitter user at Jane D0NT tweeted, Gay people, time to appropriate some straight culture. We gotta start grilling. And okay. I really, I really love that idea, so I figured... On Pride Month, we should all start appropriating straight culture, like straight white culture. Because Lord knows straight white people uh, appropriate so many things from other cultures and minorities. And I think it'd be a fun thing during Pride Month to just start acting like straight white people. So I have a list of straight white things to appropriate during Pride Month. Bonnie, if you think of any during the list, feel free to just shoot them out, okay? I've got a really... Once I get a handle on the direction that we're going in, yeah. Okay, okay. So, uh, so yeah, first off, two words. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Yeah, the, I think all gay people should be rushing to Cracker Barrel during uh, Pride Month. You know, that's probably the whitest thing you can do. 
I actually just had Cracker Barrel for the very first time this week. Yeah? I Yeah, so I don't know what that makes me. Where where on the spectrum does that put me? <laughs> and I will say it's good food. I had this like steak. Oh, it's so good. I, I'm uh, going fifty-fifty on the food there. Yeah. Okay. So uh, here's another thing that you so can do. just be prepared. Just be prepared for emergency food poisoning treatments if you're going to rush the Cracker Barrel. Please go ahead, but safety first. Yeah, safety first. Also, plan so many potlucks. So many potlucks. That's another straight white thing to do. Uh, Country music. Listening to so much country music. I've got a question. I was listening to some country music the other day. Are there any country music tenors, or are they all bass? I, I I don't know. I I think they're all bass now, but we are really out of my field. Yeah, I'm just care. surprised by that because I was listening every time you hear a country song, it's always. Well, I'm going in my pickup truck. You know. I'm just surprised that. You know, there aren't a lot of rounding up illegals, you know, in country music. They don't go higher. Yeah. There are not a lot of tenors. Here's another thing. Funny. I'm going to pray on it. I'm going to pray on it. I'll tell you what. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray on it. Okay. I'll get back to you. That's my answer for everything anyone says. Uh, other mother, can we go to the park? Eleanor, I'm going to pray on it. I'll get back to you. Yeah. Okay? I'll get back to you on that. Uh, here's another thing. Let's all go to the Cheesecake Factory. Make a big deal about the menu. Oh, it's so good. I can't choose. Oh, man. It, it, it all just looks so good. Oh, my God. Should we get it? Cheesecake for the table. Should we be bad? Someplace, be someplace bad? else I've never been. Do we have a cheesecake factory anywhere around here? The cheesecake factory menu is so big. It's got ads in the menu. You might think I'm joking. The funny part is I'm not. The menu really? has ads in it. That's how huge it is. It's basically an issue of People magazine. <laughs> Freaking weird. And oh shit. <coughs> if we're appropriating straight white culture, I'm gonna fuck up Barnes and Noble. Oh. Man. Oh, it's not ringing up. I guess it's free. <laughs> Can I help you with anything else? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm about a million dollars. Yeah, you know that that just crosses over with my my firm anti-occupational humor stance that I have had for a very long time. It's not funny. The person you're telling the joke to has heard it every fucking day. 
Yeah, how about a lottery, winning lottery ticket? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to go to the couch, and I'm just going to sit there for three hours with my shoes off. That's what I'm going to do. Because if, 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 we're, if we're appropriating white culture, that's my next big thing. Really excited about it. Uh, I'm going to pregame everything. Sporting events, graduation, church service, funeral. The next funeral I go to, I'm going to be there three hours early with like a, with like a barbecue set and a 12-pack. Just, just shooting them down. That's what okay. I'm going to be doing. game everything. I'm going to get my kids into sports just so I can be fucking drunk off my ass at a Little League baseball game. Uh, Goodwill hunting style. It took a while for me to realize the name. Yeah. The name of that uh, movie. And of course, the pinnacle of current American straight white culture. I'm going to get really into the Batman. Okay. Oh, man. Robert Pattinson. What an incredible actor. Blew me away. Those three hours just flew by. Five more times. The Batman. I, I I have yet to see it. I have not. Y- you know, there are there like... Oh, man, I don't know. When, when something initially comes out, the kind of praise that it gets, you know, uh, it's all very, like, surface stuff, you know? And then if a movie is really good, then a few months after that, you start hearing why it's a good, a good movie on a deeper level. I'm not hearing that yet. But I'm still waiting to hear that for Thor. What? Uh, Ten minute Thunder? warning. Thor: Love and Thunder. No, the original yeah. Thor. Oh, the original Thor. Yeah. Uh, it's a good movie. It's a good noir crime thriller. I just don't think it's a Batman. Yeah. I just don't think it's a Batman film. And you know what? You don't have to gritty every villain. Yeah, right. I don't like I don't like serial killer the Riddler. Why the Riddler wears an all green fucking suit? Yes, with a, a fucking, fucking tie. And a fucking dumbass hat, like he's a manager at 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 a at a British uh at a British clothing store. Oh, come on. That was one cool-ass green bowler. A bowler hat. Yeah. Are you free? I am free. That hat. But green. It's question marks everywhere. Weird-ass, gritty serial killer, the Riddler. No. Tim Carey. Yeah. And then what was his name from uh, uh, the 60s? Tip of my tongue. Tip of my tongue. Frank Gorshin! Yes. Mm, he was a Riddler. See, uh, that that right there, I'm sorry, that right there shows your eight, our age difference. 
Because I was kind of surprised when you said Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what the... F- oh, right, he played the Riddler. Yeah. I remember, was thinking Frank Gorshin the whole time. Remember <laughs> back when Batman movies were fun? Yeah. Remember back when they weren't, like, three-hour... Like, the last Batman movie was longer than Midsommar, and I have a problem with that. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Give me some... Batman and Robin. I'm telling yeah. you. That's the movie for me. Really quick. I just think in general I'm Batmaned out. Yeah. Like, I just don't give a shit if I ever see Batman again, no matter what they do with him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Because the Christian Bale movies weren't good. I liked the first one, and then the second one I only liked it because of uh, the Joker. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so we like that movie for one part of the movie, and not also, the movie. Heath Ledger was a yeah. fucking genius in that part. Exactly. And the rest is pretty like the, much crap. The first half hour, like forty minutes of the film, isn't even about the Joker. It's about trying to get this Japanese guy. For like the first half hour, oh, we need yeah. to get this Japanese guy. It's like, great. What the hell does that have to do with the Joker? If you're going to have a Joker movie, just get to the Joker. Don't spend the first 35 minutes trying to extract a Japanese guy. Yeah. A Japanese businessman from a high-rise. That has nothing to do with the Joker. And then the third movie, I'm sorry, The Dark Knight Rises, nigh unwatchable. I've I've yet to see it. And then at the end... Or at least I don't think I see it. I'm pretty sure I have it. And then at the end, Batman's like, I might not make it from from uh, saving Gotham, but I just want you to know, Detective Gordon, I've been supposed to be played all along. And Detective Gordon is like, you, Batman? You were Batman? Well, I am downright flabbergasted. Like, oh, so you mean to tell me that the only rich person in this ghetto-ass city... The only person who could afford a, a Batmobile, a bat jet, a bat boat, a bat fucking you know, bat shark repellent. The only rich person in the whole goddamn city. You can't believe he's the Batman. You're supposed to be a detective, Jim. <laughs> Piss me off. What? Fuck off. Anyway, here's a bunch of, uh, really quick, here's a bunch of other straight things. To appropriate, to appropriate during Pride Month, couples massage, girls' night. It's wine o'clock somewhere. Live, laugh, love on everything. Vegas. <laughs> uh, you know the Smithfields next door. They went to Branson. Oh my God, we've got to go. Yakov Smirnov has still got it. Oh my God. Uh, next Saturday, me and, and me and the wife, we're just going to spend all day at Bed Bath & Beyond. You know, we're redoing the guest bathroom. You know what I'm thinking? All seashells. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Bonnie, just live, laugh, love. Yeah. Just live, laugh, love. And before we move on to uh, uh, the next part of the podcast, I would just like to open up a cool, refreshing Right, soda. So, are you Bottoms thinking? Up. 
are you thinking we should do more bowling? Ah, right. It tastes wonderful. That's right. Sprite Soda is now the official sponsor of the Pope on Film. Right. The official drink of the Pope on Film podcast. We said no to Sprite for years, and they said, please, please, please. We really want to sponsor Sprite. So finally, we relented. Sprite, the official soda of the Pope on Film. And now I've got to read uh, all of the things that they told us to say. Sprite soda, a soda so good, you'll fucking elf. <laughs> I don't know why they would have us say that, but apparently they're uh, workshopping a few different slogans. So we will be trying these out throughout the I kinda I kinda like that one. Here's another one that they told us to say because Sprite is sponsoring us. Drink Sprite! It's so good you'll shoot your mother in the face. I don't know. That's another weird one. Yeah. yeah. Throughout this episode, we will be giving you some more uh, Sprite commercials. Thank you, Sprite, for sponsoring our podcast. <laughs> Great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah, bowling. That's another thing. Bowling. Yeah. That's another one. I took a bowling but does, class. I'm, I'm, but does I'm anybody actually good. really bowl anymore? We, there are. I live in a super small town. Yeah. Super ultra crazy small town. Two bowling alleys. Two of them. Two. <laughs> You can go to the old one, or you can go to the new one with the huge arcade. So, a ton of people bowl in here. And bowling leagues, yeah, huge deal. Huge deal. I used to go to the old, I used to go to the bowling alleys all the time because they had pinball, but both of them. The old bowling alley, they don't take care of their pinball machines, so they're kind of shit. And then the new bowling alley, they just got rid of the pinball table so they could put in things for tickets. I'm really upset about this. So uh, that is the intro. We've got a minute and 55 seconds until Zoom shuts down. I'm thinking uh, after this, we should move on to Steve's historic approximations uh, after a short uh, uh, technical difficulties break. It's a good, it is a very good but short chap. And then after that, we can take a break before we get to this week's movie. Anti-coronavirus, or as I like to call it, fake crying, the movie. Yes. Oh, my God, this movie. Oh, my God, this week's movie. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I'm I'm having a hard time working up that kind of enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited to talk about it. I've got so much stuff. I've got stuff about the director. I've got stuff about where he filmed it. He followed it up with a second film. Uh, I've got so much. My experience was more like, my God, they're sitting on the bench. I think I'm falling asleep. Well, you falling asleep, and then waking up and being like, they're still sitting on this fucking bench. If we get cut off, then you wrap this up and then send me a link, okay? I like how the grandpa said the word cocky poo. 
Okay, so we will be back in a moment just after we refresh Zoom and we will be coming back to a big steaming pile of shap. Yeah. All right, we'll we will be right back after this. 